coming up on iPads in the Classroom, it's our third installment of top free apps for the one iPad Classroom. Hi, my name is Guy Trainian, and this is iPads in the Classroom from Tech Edge. And today we're doing our third and final installment, at least so far, uh, of top free apps for the one iPad Classroom. And I, this time I'd like to talk more about apps for us as teachers and professionals, and less necessarily what we could use in the classroom, although we could use this in the classroom as well. And the first one I want to talk about is Flipboard. And what Flipboard does is it allows you to group together things you're interested in from social media and a professional channel. So you can collect things from your Twitter account, from your uh, from a different news media, for example, I have The Economist, I've got some, I've got some from uh, Wired, and I've got a channel that looks at apps. So if you're looking for free apps and what's available out there, that's a great way to get that quickly. And what I do like about Flipboard specifically is the way it organizes the information. And, and the place you see that more than anywhere else is on the Twitter feed. Because Twitter feeds are these 140 characters, very short message, usually at least professionally, what you get are links. And what uh, Flipboard does is it uploads those links, at least the first part of those links, so you get more than a link. You get a taste of what it's about, and then you can get the full story. So while you're looking at this page, you get, instead of 140 characters, characters, the beginning of a blog or a piece of news. And you see, if it's just shorter than that, you get something like this. And you get the graphics as well. So you get that magazine-like feel there. And what you can do if it's something you're interested in, for example, this comment by Diane Ravitch, which I do follow on Twitter, uh, teaching in the age of injustice, you just click on it. And slowly, while you're reading the beginning, it'll upload the rest of it. In this case, Diane Ravitch's blog. So. It's a quick way to get access to all of your feeds as one. And you can navigate quickly between different pieces. So I can go back and read a story out of a, The Economist. And this is a totally different take. And a, this allows you to be flexible, but very productive with your media. And the other advantage is you can post from this. So this is not just passive consumption, but you can actually post directly to a Twitter account or to your Facebook from here if you'd like. Um, I've started using this, and this is fairly new. This is an app called Learnist. And again, Learnist you can do on a desktop laptop or a, your iOS device. So when you log into Learnist, what you can see are a lot of learning boards, is what they call them. And this is similar in a way to Pinterest, but it is focused on learning in different areas. Um, those are organized. Right now, I'm looking at the featured. You can look at the things that are most popular, or you can look by category, right? But uh, for, so for example, if you want to look at 21st century learning, this, what it, this is what it looks like when you're looking at it on the iPad. You get different boards, and it works kind of like a presentation of sorts, but each one of the pages actually has a collection of either uh, blog posts or videos or anything else really you can find on the, uh, on the web. 
and plop in there. And you simply all connected in a certain kind of organization. And what you can see is you can see comments on the side that people have made connected to these pieces. So you can advance to that or you can create your own. In my case, I've created one. Uh, called iPads in the Classroom, surprisingly. And it connects to this uh, podcast as well as uh, others, uh, including my, my blog uh, as one of these options. And you can see that you can like it, you can unlike it, you can read it in sequence, or you can go to uh, the next piece so you can navigate that very easily. So this is an opportunity to share with others and learn from others. So this is called Learnest. And again, a free app. The next app I want to talk about is an app I've talked about actually fairly recently. But I think when you think about uh, free apps that can really enhance what you can do, that's one of them. And that is Google Drive. What it allows you to do is it allows you to access all of your files while they're stored on the cloud. And it also allows others to share documents with you. And so now you can see that you can see your drive and you can create folders traditionally or you can just put all of the documents as one and just use the search function. The other piece that you can do here is, of course, look at documents that aren't yours but other people have shared with you. So these are things, these are documents that have been shared with me by students and others. Very, very productive way to communicate. So Google Drive is one of those things that I consider essential. The next thing I want to talk about, and I'm just going to mention it because I don't think that uh, right now is the time to show it. And those are, uh, there are a few ways to communicate with others. And I'm talking about video chat on uh, the iPad. My favorite one is actually at this point Skype. Skype allows you to work with anybody else, again, on almost any other device as long as they're connected to the internet. It doesn't cost anything unless you're calling a specific phone number. So you can do it for free across the world. It's a way to, co to connect your classroom with a classroom anywhere else in the world as long as you can create that initial contact. And we'll actually include on our website some places that help you connect internationally with other classrooms. So you can create that uh, more personal connections with educators and classrooms. And uh, other options are FaceTime, which is the native app on uh, the iOS devices. Allows you to connect with other devices with FaceTime, but not across devices. So you can't really connect with Android devices. And to be able to connect to other computers, they need to download a specific program that is Apple-specific. Uh, so that's less helpful at this point. Although, again, if you're connecting with another iPad classroom, that problem is solved. And finally, you can use Google Plus Hangouts to uh, do the same kind of thing. So you connect both audio and video, and people can join you on that Hangout. Again, this is the Google take on the same kind of thing. So uh, in our third installment of free app, for top free apps, for the one iPad classroom, we talked about a little bit about professional development, a way to organize your social media through Flipboard, uh, cloud services that allow you to share and keep your own files so they're accessible from everywhere, and the ability to use video conferencing. And we'll see you next time on iPads in the Classroom.